Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's up, fam? Are you out there? Are you listening? It is... Thursday, the 29th already. Man, holy crap. You're looking live behind me at the Foxhole.app. That's right, the Foxhole.app. I got to do this every day because I need to, you guys to do me a favor to grab the link of the Foxhole, put it in your social media, say, hey, check this out. Check out this platform. You guys will rather enjoy this. So let them know where to find us. Do me a favor when you, when you get a chance. Buy those dudes a cup of coffee. Those guys are working their butts off. More stuff coming from the Foxhole.app very soon. Very excited to see what those guys have planned uh, for the next update. So stand by for that. Also, when you get a time, check out uncensoredabe.com. That is the official website for Brothers Uncensored. Check it out. You can find where the podcasts are. Just basically go to any podcast platform, search for Brothers Uncensored, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbeam, uh, iTunes, every single one of them. You can find us over there. Just do that and search for Brothers Uncensored and you'll find us. Previous show content is up as well as, as uh, you know, previous interviews, things like that. <clears throat> Great guests like the interview with Joe Flynn uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, you can find us, Fox, foxhole.app, uh, Twitch, YouTube hates us, fuck them, DLive, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are also free speech platforms. So check that out when you guys get time. Um, the blog is up as well, so you can find the latest topics that are the most important topics of the day that Joe and I found. You can find those there. If you can't grab them there on the show, you can always go to the website and find them there. Finally, scroll down just a little bit more. It's been updated to have Joe's links as well as my links. Uh, if you want to buy Joe a cup of coffee, I, I highly recommend you do that. He needs, he needs the help. We both need the help, to be honest with you. If you can help us out, uh, if you can't, can't uh, help us out financially, just help spread the word. But if you can, PayPal, Patreon, and Cash App are the ways that you can do that. I also have a P.O. Box if you want to just rather go over that route, which is on the bottom of the website. But if you join our Patreon, you get access to our private Discord, at which point you can post, uh, hopefully, most important, interesting, breaking news articles of the day. Finally, scroll down just a little bit more. Our, our official advertiser, uh, uh, show sponsor, Rise Attire USA, you can click there to go to their website. But our store is up. And I got this sweet shirt in the mail today, early yesterday, just as the show was beginning. Uh, I got her cleaned up, ready to go, uh, and here it is. Check it out. I want my news. Uncensored. Fucking sweet shirt, man. So uh, great job by Dawn to uh, get all of that set up. I knew she would be perfect to help us out, uh, you know, on that front, kind of the back-end operations, and she's done a great job. So thank you, Texas girl. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe in the house. How are you today, bro? What's up, brother? What's up, fam? Glad to see everybody out there on this Thursday it uh, it was a kind of a crappy day yesterday here. It was uh, just like 50 and rainy. And then today, all of a sudden, it's like 70 and perfect. So the weather is finally or hopefully changing here in the Midwest. Glad to see everybody out there between Foxhole and DLive. I want to say uh, fly free warrior in the garden. Be a Fofia. 
the Texans out there, Sly Park 2020, KH Farmer, Kelly 71, Donnie, Amy, Joe. Uh, glad to see that you got your shirt, as did I. Absolutely love it. That was uh, an original idea by me, and uh, hopefully you guys will like it as well and get out there and uh, and grab a couple for yourselves. Big fucking hammer. I see you out there, brother. Good to see you. Uh, and so many more. Man, it's uh, it's been kind of a weird day as far as the news goes, wouldn't you think, brother? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's some interesting stuff for sure. We, but Joe and I had to dig even a little more deeper today to, to because the main news sources are just not a whole lot going on today. A lot of people just talking about Biden's speech, but I, I didn't even watch it. Did you watch it, dude? Um, no, I can't, I mean, a little bit, you know, <laughs> I couldn't watch it, man. I couldn't watch it. I wanted to watch it cause I wanted to see what, you know, how it was going to come off. Like, like, like if I was going to go watch a Democrat, um, I don't know, podcast or something, you know, just, just try to look at it as I wonder what they're saying, you know what I mean? But I couldn't, I couldn't watch it for more than a minute. But I did have a little clip, I think, that kind of wraps it up really good about what uh, this is by Mr. Kennedy uh, himself. I think he kind of wraps this whole thing up in about a minute. If you don't mind, I'll play that real quick. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. I haven't I didn't see really any of it. So this will be new for me. Make sure I got the sound on there. Trump said DeSantis maybe his next running mate. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to. uh, I would love to have DeSantis uh, uh, replace Pence. That'd be that would be my only pick, really. I think at this point, maybe maybe I I still like uh, Scott. I don't know. A lot of people aren't fans of his, but I thought his response was pretty good too. Well, my thing is then who's going to replace DeSantis? That's going to be my thing because Florida's running like a like a top notch. I mean, it's just. It's yeah. perfect, and I don't want anything to disrupt that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Let's t- I mean that is big. It's you know he's leading the way, showing how it can be done. So I'm with you there. That's um you know, but uh, I mean he would be great as the uh, you know oh. the, the the president of the Congress. He'd do a great job. Absolutely, nanny whammy. I agree, Pompeo. That's that's kind yeah. of been my guy, and uh, uh, I, I just absolutely love Pompeo. I love all of the work that he's done. And literally, if you look back at what Pompeo did, um, he did some amazing things that I don't think any other um, one in his position has done. So this is a quick little snippet by Mr. Kennedy. Let's take a listen to see what he says. President Biden spoke tonight for about an hour. I don't know what's buffering. Sorry about that. Frankly, he could have have, uh, used only 30 seconds. Uh, All he had to do was come out and say, good evening. I'm President Biden. Thank you for listening. Here's my message. I want you, the American people, to send all of your money and all of your freedom to Washington, <laughs> because uh, the federal government knows how to spend your money and exercise your freedom better than you do. Um, President Biden tonight calls, called for a massive intervention by the federal government into the lives of the American people. He wants to dominate 
uh, through the federal government, America socially, culturally, spiritually, Hello. and economically. And it is clear that the president believes that uh, government made America great. He is so wrong. People made America great. Ordinary. All right, it's it's just buffering too much. It's driving me crazy. But basically, um, he says that you know Biden says we the people are the government is what Biden basically says. I do have uh, a couple of pictures that I saw today though that were interesting. Uh, it looks like Ted Cruz uh, was asleep, and luckily Mike Lindell was there to, to throw him a my pillow. Um, so that was a bonus there. Uh, also, uh, this was uh, Lauren uh, Boebert. Uh, she showed up uh, with, um, I guess that's what you call the uh, space blankets that the uh, kids were getting at the uh, detention centers. So I thought that was pretty, pretty good stuff there. But, <laughs> nice. uh, but that's pretty much all I had on it, man. I, like I said, I couldn't watch it at all. That's uh, the epic trolling by, uh, uh, what's her name again? Uh, Boebert, Lauren Boebert. Yeah, Lauren Boebert, yeah. Good stuff, man, for sure. Um, yeah, G. Morty, do me a favor. Durham has not issued any public link, any public statements in the last year. So I would be very skeptical skeptical about where, if it came off a of telegram, I'd be very skeptical who, you know, what the original source is. If you have an official source for that, uh, I would be interested in covering that, but not from a source that has three views. I'll just put it that way. Uh, I don't trust that source at all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it live. I, I, not for a source like that. If you can find me a more credible source, I'll take a look at it. But I'm not just gonna cover that live with a source that has three views on it. That's not how I do things. So appreciate it though. Uh, if you can find more on that, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll I'll try to keep an eye on you there in chat, bud. Um, I'd be I'd be surprised if Durham issued any public statement that hasn't been covered in the news yet. I mean, right. I'm pretty sure somebody would have covered that. So I would be very surprised if that's a legitimate source. I agree. I agree. Yeah, give me some sauce on it. I would, that would definitely be interested to see uh, what you have there. But that doesn't. I don't trust that source right now. So give me more on that, bud. All right. Um. So here's what was here's what Biden could have also done last night. He could have just went. He could have did a thirty-second speech saying, "The policy of making America great again has officially ended as of today." There you go. He could have just that, summarized it right there. Yep, that would have summed it up perfect. So I don't know, man. It's um, it's just a waste of time. It's you know, here's the summary of what you really need to know. Republicans really want to do something with infrastructure, and they probably could have back in the Trump, Trump era and probably should have, uh, but didn't, and uh, instead we're still stuck with it. Um, and in the end, uh, where we're at is uh, nowhere, right? <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. So I don't know. Uh, the, you're seeing all the Republicans come out with, with, with uh, very good statements saying that they want to do actual infrastructure. The bill that's been proposed in the fine print of the text is nothing more than a wish list for the left. Um, and I guess, you know, that should be what the story is, right? We should talk about what they're trying to get put into these things because basically it's buyouts from every one of their buddies. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And it's like a trillion and a half dollars of buyouts. And it's, you know, it just drives me nuts 
that day after day after day they just think they can get away with this stuff and shove it down the throats of Americans. They are talking about now trying to uh, to end the filibuster. So they may go that route if they continue to to not be able to get what they want to get done. So we're going to have to watch it closely and be uh, be loud on them. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it, bro. Uh, the attacks. The attacks are just going to continue. That's the sad thing. Um, they're just going to continue in every way they can possibly go about it. That's all they're going to do is continue to continue to dismantle our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, everything. They're just going to dismantle everything. That's all they want to do. It's it's sickening, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so you know, it's um, it kind of is what it is. I see Sean Joe's fired up today, trying trying to poke the lion. I mean, that's cool. I don't care. I mean, you can say what you want. Nobody really knows. I mean, you know. Friends with, with Paul Ryan. Okay, uh, they're just, they're best friends, from what I understand, according to emails. Hey, you know what was really weird? I got an email last night or a text last night from my buddy Wheezy. I don't know if he's out there listening or not, but I'm gonna razz him a little bit. He sent me a text, and the only thing he said was "hell of a speech," but can he deliver? I was like, "What the fuck?" So my Lie response was, huh? Lie to me. Yeah. So my my response was, he is delivering already. Tons of illegals over the border to fill the so-called votes he got. <laughs> That's all I sent back to him. I, I uh, And then that was kind of the end of the conversation. But I that worried me, to be honest with you, man. I mean... Weezy was a friend, a friend of mine who voted Democrat his whole life up until the point that I got him to vote for Trump this past election. And now it seems like he's kind of swaying back to the Dems. There's no shortage of people who believe that that uh, a larger government will solve their personal problems. It's 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 just a naive way of looking at how government works. They're not actually interested in helping you. I don't I, to, to believe that that uh, any Democrat in D.C. actually wants to help uh, the, the little man on the, on the little totem pole is just it's I don't know what to say about that. I, I, there's no shortage of people who believe that the government plays a major role in your everyday lives. If that's how you view the government, there's no there's really no way you can convince anybody that that <laughs> they're they're going to actually help you. Uh, yep. All you're going to all you're going to hear is what you want to hear. And they're going to keep that hope alive. And meanwhile, they're going to they're going to say things that they're going to do. And nothing's ever really going to change. Fifty years of Democrat policies in Chicago should prove that. Well, for, I mean, hell of a speech. Bullshit. The guy's been doing the same speeches for over 45 years and haven't hasn't done a goddamn thing. But anyways, enough talking about Biden and his bullshit. Um, it, that I couldn't, I don't think anybody could even pay attention according to, uh, Nielsen and stuff like that. It only had, what was it like 30, I believe 30 million, I think total, uh, views. It was terrible. Like nobody watched it and though, you know, so no, there was like 11.6 million views of the speech last night. There was nine point, what'd you say? 6 million views of the Oscars. Uh, and uh, Trump usually got around what was it, thirty to thirty-five that's, million views. That's what it was. Is is Trump usually gets thirty? Yeah, you're right. So I mean, it's um, you know, less than a, a about a third of the audience that Trump would rein in on on his speeches. So, you know, yeah. people a lot more interested in what they have to say because 
Well, I mean, look, Biden's nothing more than than what what Obama was. Let's be real. He he's nothing more than a puppet for policies. He's just he's just a figurehead, and it's it just doesn't. I mean, you know, the fact that that people think that he's going to change things is, is just it's it's naive about what happens in D.C. about what really happens in the in the bloated government that we have. The president doesn't really control policy. He can he can he can tweak things here and there, but he doesn't have like a a you know. A, a blank uh, slate of what he can do. I mean, he, we're going to watch him try to get some more stuff done with regards to immigration and stuff. I'm sure, but but I yeah. don't know. I I just don't see. There's just, it's just not the same that it used to be, where a president like Reagan can, could affect so much. Well, here's the thing, man. Like my buddy, my buddy Weezy is a smart guy. He is. I mean, he really is. But the problem is, he's one of those people who doesn't pay attention anymore. Like I said, I got him to vote for Trump, but as soon as Trump didn't win, he's like, "See, I told you, everything's been uh, fucking, um, you know, everything's been corrupted ever all along." And now my vote, my vote really didn't count. He like totally is blackpilled, and now tr- me me seeing him kind of regress some because of that makes me worry about some of the other people that were center leaning. However, he's also one of those people who says, well, does it affect me? What do I care? You know, like I could bring up the border, for example, and be like, dude, what, what about all these illegals and blah, 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 blah. You know, your mom was Latina. She came over, blah, 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 you know, legally, all that kind of, you know, and he's gonna be like, well, that doesn't affect me until he sees something that affects him. Then he'll start to see the difference. But, it's just it's it's another one of those indoctrinated things that is hard to break that cycle. It really is. I just I don't I don't understand being so selfish with regards to federal government policies. I mean, I can understand state policies being selfish. Like I like I think that's what it's meant to be that way. Like I'm selfish about my Second Amendment and therefore I look to my local uh, sheriffs and legislatures to make sure that they protect a, a federally protected right. I don't look for the federal government to do shit for me. All I want the federal government to do is make sure my family is safe and stay the fuck out of my way. And that's, that's what that's, that's what the, the two things. That's, that's the role of the federal government. If you look yes. at it at the at the foundation of the Constitution, that's the role of the federal government. And that, that line has been crossed because there are so many politicians that go to D.C. with all this big money and come back and say, look what I got. I got a new bridge put on for us. And now now they're you know, they buys them another two years. You know, it's. It's yeah. uh, it's it's just a ridiculous scheme that we have right now. It's not a re- representative government. I completely agree, man. Completely agree, man. Did you hear uh, this uh, this thing about Tim Scott? Uh, Senator Tim Scott said that America is no longer a racist country. Um, the Democrats are scrambling to prove him wrong, though. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I thought Tim. I, I'm a fan of Tim Scott. I would love to see sauce on why people think they're not a fan of Tim Scott. He, I've always thought he's done a great job. He's had some hiccups here and there, but again, it's like that. It's like that win or die attitude where you somebody crosses one policy that you that you think that should be implemented, and therefore they're a traitor. It just doesn't make any sense to me to be like to be so rigid like that. But 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 Tim Scott, I thought is a is a great job. Did a great job. Yeah, I I mean from what I've seen. But maybe I don't know. Maybe he's a little dopey, I guess, Sean Joe. I mean, but look at what else is out there. But this was interesting because um, the <laughs> the Democrats. Oops, did I do that right? I didn't, did I? The Democrats are scrambling to prove him wrong. 
<laughs> I don't know if you guys can see that picture, but they quickly uh, devastated his argument by going into storage and dusting off their old KKK hoods, which then they doned and to show him just how racist America actually is. If America isn't racist, would we be wearing these? Checkmate, said Nancy Pelosi triumphantly as she solemnly put on the white hood. Your move, Republicans. Chuck Schumer also put on a hood, having borrowed it from the Museum of Democrat History in D.C. <laughs> my, my, my colleagues is right. If we weren't racist, as Senator Tim Scott suggested, why would we put on these white hoods with no political repercussions whatsoever? It's clear, Liz Day. America's racist. Schumer went on to propose reenacting Jim Crow laws in order to dunk on Senator Scott and prove his argument completely without merit. <laughs> Senator Scott is truly an Uncle Tim after all. <laughs> furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, we will be we will begin instituting separate but equal Senate chambers for for senators of color just to show them how racist America still is. Reporters applauded Schumer for his bold move toward equality by saying and doing really racist things to show that America is still racist. Pelosi and, Pelosi and Schumer assured everyone they were wearing a smug look of being proven right on their faces, though you couldn't tell because of the hoods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Babylon Bee. I just I mean. I start my day off. I go over there. I read something like this, and then I start digging because if that doesn't get your mood right, I don't know what will. That is good stuff, dude, for sure. Uh, Sean Joe is the epitome of a sauceless chatter. That's the new. That's your new. <laughs> that's your new nickname, bud. Just say shit, and then and then it's true without any sauce to go behind it. That's, Just tell me what 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 did Tim Scott do that that pissed you off that made him a traitor? I'm sure because that's how it works for for. Black and white people, it's, it's you know, you're a traitor if you don't do exactly the way I tell you or what I want. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anyways, Sanjo's looking for a fight today, so I'm just going to ignore you, bro, because I'm trying to do a show here. If you don't mind, if I, if you don't mind if I do a show here, that'd be cool, man. I appreciate it. But Pence is a traitor. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. I think he's just trying to get you fired up. He, want, he, wants, you to get, he wants you to get fired up. That's all he wants. <laughs> You know, I need to wake you. up. I'm not paying attention to what's going on out there. Yes, sir. Okay, buddy. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. You're totally wrong. <laughs> we are wide awake, buddy. I have no I have no reason to call. <laughs> I have no reason to, 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 to prove that Tim Scott is a rhino, but I'm just going to say it. And then if you don't believe it, I'll just say you just need to wake up and you're not paying attention. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a pretty simple argument, if you ask me. Catholic yeah. bishops considering whether to tell Biden to stop taking communion over abortion advocacy. This is what I like to see the church actually, uh, you know, standing up for once, which is, I mean, it has been lacking for too long now. U.S. Catholic bishops will meet in June to decide their public position on communion for politicians who publicly advocate for abortion. I mean, here's what I'll see. Here's what I'll say, though. It would not surprise me if they would come out of this and say, ah, well, look, the, the, the church has decided to accept some form of abortion or some bullshit. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. But U.S. Catholic bishops are, are considering whether to tell Biden, Biden and other Democrats and Republicans, for that matter, to uh, stop receiving communion because it violates, uh, you know, the basis of, you know, their religion they claim to be. <laughs> because, quote, President Biden is a Catholic, it presents a unique problem for us said Bishop Joseph Newman of Kansas. 
uh, it it uh, it creates confusion. No, it doesn't create any confusion. It tells you who they really are. If if they if they support abortion, how many can he say? He, how can he say he's a devout Catholic and he's doing these things that are contrary to the church's teachings? Uh, I would have to whole, wholeheartedly agree with that statement. I mean, I you know, individual choices is one thing, public policy is another, and politicians who advocate for policies. Uh, uh, just don't make any freaking sense to me whatsoever. So uh, pretty interesting story there on that front. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just real quick, <laughs> Method said, I would read the Babylon Bee in the mornings, but cult meetings don't run themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to get the real news somehow. <laughs> uh, how did, how did Scott a- throw Trump under the bus? Be specific, dude. Come on. I mean, you can't. You just keep saying shit with no sauce. Be specific. How did Trump throw Scott under the or Scott throws Trump under the bus? Because he disagreed with a single policy. Uh, I mean, you, what is it? Uh, the, if you disagree with the with the king of the of MAGA movement, then then you're in the wrong. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Can you can you think outside of the box and disagree with some of Trump's policies and understand that that's more complex based on who he represents? There, anyways. Trump supporter found guilty of threatening to kill members of Congress after January 6th. I'm seriously thinking about turning you off, dude, because you're just you're just trying to distract at this point. It's kind of out of control, man. It's kind of disrespectful, too, but whatever. Um, Trump supporter found guilty of threatening to kill members of Congress after January 6th insurrection. The reason why this is important or in or, you know, uh, should be talked about more is because there's a little more here than meets the eye. Let me let me read a little bit of this to you guys. Check this shit out. Brendan Hunt is a Trump supporter who called for killing members of Congress days after the January 6th insurrection, was found guilty Wednesday of making a death threat against elected officials. Now, if he made a death threat against elected officials, well, of course, then he should be held accountable, right? But there's a little more to this than meets the eye. The jury, which took about three hours to reach its verdict, found that comments Hunt made in a disturbing video posted online two days after the Capitol riot. That's why this is a little bit interesting, because this is kind of an emotional response to what has what is happening. This dude kind of goes off and you know says something uh, off the cuff, and and maybe he was uh, you know maybe he was really wanting to do something stupid, but that's that's not what actually happened because there was no genuine threat issued to to these people other than this video. Now you can argue, you know, I get I get it, you know, what I'm saying like I, I I'm not trying to defend anybody calling for violence in any video. In fact, you know me, I, I'm very strict against that. I don't want, I don't want any kind of violence called for at all. Um, and, and in the end, what, it, what this comes down to is a dude that, you know, could have been emotional, says something online. Uh, and now this dude's going to be going to jail. He's arrested or charged with one count of making a threat to assault and murder a U.S. official. He was arrested on January 19th, the day before President Biden's inauguration, after receiving a tip about a video titled, Kill Your Senators, Slaughter Them All, said the video. Uh, the clip had been posted in BitChute, which they call a far-right conservative organization. <laughs> it's funny how they do that all the time. The jury concluded that... Yeah, Exactly. The jury concluded that separate menacing social media posts Hunt made in 2020, including one directed at Schumer, then uh, also uh, Pelosi and also AOC, did not rise to the level of criminality. But Hunt's lawyers can argue that the elected officials he targeted were not aware of the comments and there was no official threat issued. In the end, it didn't matter. I just this this is just this. 
this now creates a, an official public square that is the internet. And uh, this, you know, people that thought they had uh, anonymity online or ability to, to uh, say whatever they wanted online, this is just, uh, guess what? <laughs> no more. So I don't know, man. There's this is I don't know what to say about this. I'm just a little bit confused at at how to how to you know summarize this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> um, I don't even know how to summarize it either, man. To be honest with you, it's it's yeah. I don't uh, know what to say. <laughs> you, uh, see, he says uh, he addressed his followers online. You know they were true threats because of the calm and confident manner he conveyed he conveyed them. And uh, Hunt took to witness stand defense on Tuesday. Blah 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 blah. Let me see. I'm trying to find. There was another spot in here that I'm trying to find that I caught that I wanted to read. Um, I can't find it. Anyways, you know it. It really. It discusses whether or not he had intent and, he, you know, the fact that he was uh, drunk and off his ass, you know what I'm saying? Um, apparently, he had a fixation with Hitler and Nazism, too, of course. You know how that goes. Um, yep. But, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, again, in the end, this is an emotional drunk rant by some dude who probably doesn't actually mean what he has to say with regards to killing somebody. But nonetheless, uh, that that uh, emotional response has now turned into uh you know, um, uh, what could be a six year, uh, 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 time, six years in jail. So I don't know. Man. Wow. Wow. So interesting case. Nonetheless, there's a couple other interesting cases that I wanted to point you guys to as well. Kind of in the legal segment of today's show <laughs> court rules against the government on technical question of, of on notice requirement on immigration law. You know, once again, the, the right is kind of spinning this Supreme court case that was dropped today into something it's really not. This isn't the Supreme Court uh, uh, turning down a, a Trump policy. That's really not what this is. In fact, this doesn't do anything. But uh, if you looked at all the right-wing media today, they said that this Supreme Court ruling is going to make it easier for immigrants. Well, actually, it doesn't really. All it really does is what it, what it means is it, there's usually a, a series of documents issued to somebody who enters the country illegally. And what they're saying is, is that series of documents is is doesn't doesn't start the clock for immigrants to be deported. So they don't get this. They don't get that time when they first get a document as part of it. All this actually does is combine the series of documents into a single document that has to be issued. And then the clock starts at that time. So, yes, it will make it easier for some for some immigrants. But it's not like this is this is uh, that's that's what the decision was. And I just wanted to point out to, that uh, if you guys wanted to read more on this, uh, this article makes more sense than I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to wrap that whole. That's I mean that you just unpacked a, a bunch of stuff there, man. I mean that's hard to to, to kind of sum that up quickly, but I mean that's the best way you could do it. I it, mean, yeah, basically it's there's more to that than meets the eye, and it's it. I just found it interesting to see right wing media spin that like this the, the the Supreme Court is going against Trump and 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 for Biden's immigration policies. That's not what that's not what was ruled on. It's just again, it's that too simplified, uh, a simplified way of looking at the Supreme Court just drives me nuts, bro. Yep. Yep. 
I agree. In another Supreme Court, actually two more, Joe found this one today. Judge finds Illinois firearm ownership card, uh, the void card in Illinois, unconstitutional as applied to a single resident. So for now, this only affects one resident, but the void card in Illinois is an unconstitutional law that, is, that, is, that violates the Second Amendment at its core. This is the second time the, the void card in Illinois has been uh, potentially brought to the Illinois Supreme Court. It hasn't been brought there yet, but the last one they tried to bring the Supreme Court, basically they just didn't, they just ignored it. <laughs> just similar to how they do the election laws. Ah, we don't feel like taking that case. But this time they may be forced to take the case in the Illinois Supreme Court, which I still have no hope for. Um, you know, the Illinois Supreme Court going towards anything constitutional, however, comma, now the appeals court that covers Illinois is in good hands. So we do have to kind of watch this case now because the, uh, the, the appeals court could end up seeing this and could finally uh, shot down a, an unconstitutional FOID, ownership, a FOID card in Illinois that gives you permission to have a firearm, which is unconstitutional at its core. So good find there, Joe. Yeah, I thought it was super interesting as well, man. I mean, you know, with with the whole 2A thing going on right now, these little things could really mean a lot going down the road. So it's definitely important to watch those as they come down the pipe. Yep, no doubt. This one also is is, is important. Uh, the Ninth Circuit out in West Coast <laughs> vacates an injunction in the 3D printing case and tells the lower court to dismiss the case. This is an example of how Biden's uh, 3D printing executive order is unconstitutional, and this could affect, at some point, probably two years from now, but at some point it could affect Biden's now proven unconstitutional executive order against 3D printing. The Second Amendment Foundation is applauding the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals for its decision to vacate an injunction obtained earlier in a lawsuit filed by 22 states attorneys general and the attorney general for the District of Columbia against an agreement between the State of Commerce Departments and SAF, I don't know, Defense Distributed, allowing them to post data related to 3D printing of firearms on the Internet. This case is known as the State of Washington versus Department of State. So this actually is more about the... The uh, you know the 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 print the the, the uh, schematic geez spit it out the schematic of how to print these not necessarily whether or not you can own one so may, I may have read into that a little bit too much they may this may not go against uh, Biden's executive order this just allows them to put it online so uh, a, a little bit of an interesting summary there this is a little bit different than I thought it was going to be or the way that it was presented to me, I'll put it that way. <laughs> so reading into that a little bit more, uh, it actually has to do with just whether or not they can po post the schematics on the Internet, not whether or not uh, it's legal to print one. So that may be why maybe they knew that this was coming down the pike, and that's why, you know, Biden went after it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, under Uncle Krusty says it's an ATF issue. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. We gotta stop saying things that work. We gotta stop simplifying things. Actually, oversimplifying things is is for simple minds. The Marine Corps is known as a force of young warriors. That's about to change. This is an interesting story with regards to the Marine Corps junior enlisted ranks making up nearly half of the force, with most leaving the service after just one four year term. Now they're gonna push more staff sergeants into the small unit command. 
uh, which normally once you made staff sergeant, you were a desk jockey. But now they're going to keep staff sergeants at the more squad level, which I think is pretty interesting. Uh, that will develop more leadership skills and people that have been in the Marine Corps longer to be uh, leaders of small units. I think I found that to be a pretty interesting change that is probably um, representative of um, – you know, very representative of uh, the changes in the way the Marine Corps is operating now. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. So those were the few that were kind of like really caught my eye today, Joe. I know you had a few that uh, that were kind of important that you saw that we wanted to cover too. Let me hand it over to you a little bit and, uh, and take a sip of coffee. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I thought this one was super interesting. I know we kind of uh, talked about this before. Uh, Zero Hedge just dropped this uh, pitch for Trump Media Group values president's brand at 15 billion dollars and i was like wow how, how that that seems to be awesome that's what we want is a hell of a backing um so the proposal is just still that of course a proposal with no word yet on whether trump plans to move forward word on the street for months is that trump is contemplating something between a parlor like social media network or a TV station, a TV station and digital offering more akin to Fox news or Fox nation. Um, it says at one point in the slide deck, which Axios neglected to release the deal makers referred to Trump media group with Trump as its CEO and chairman as a conservative media powerhouse that will rival the liberal media and fight back against big tech companies of Silicon Valley. The company uh, was comprised of three divisions, social media, streaming, and technology, and it's estimated value at 15 bill. So that's pretty interesting, man. Um, <laughs> I would absolutely love if this were to come true, man, because just think about that. At that point, there, you know, there's nothing they can do to stop him uh, from going on to 2024, 2020, you know, and, and beyond, you know what I mean? You know, if the, if the people around Trump were giving him the best advice, they would tell him to get involved with Gab and, and help, help support getting Gab TV off the ground and get involved and get yourself on the foxhole.app because now you have uh, established platforms that you don't have to worry about getting all the bugs out. All you got to do is, get behind the, the existing platforms that from the people that have helps help support you. And in the end, you, you know, your investment will pay off because you have established platforms that already have established audience that support you instead of having us go to another fucking platform. That's what I need. I need four more fucking platforms with, with passwords <laughs> so that I can have seven different fucking social media things up. So I can tell everybody the truth about me is that I am a, I am a bodybuilder who has a wife that looks like a porn star, and my life is absolutely perfect. Everything about my life is nothing what it really is. I just want to go on social media and tell everybody what I want them to believe about me. <laughs> that is why I handle social media accounts. <laughs> that in a nutshell right there. That pretty much sums it up. Oh, I cannot stand the fakeness of social media, man. And President Trump would be smart to, uh, to invest in Gab and the Foxhole.app and get behind that because, we, I mean, obviously we would benefit, but in the end, platforms that are already built in, in exactly what they're looking for, jump on it. Jump on the train, man. Yep. I President agree Trump, get on Gab. I agree completely. 
this was an, uh, another interesting article that actually just dropped a little bit ago. Uh, let me share this real quick. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read this, but it's Breitbart, so it's not like it's not a good source. Internal records, Biden's DHS, new sanctuary country orders would free criminal illegal aliens into the U.S. Huh. That's very, very interesting. Let me read a little bit of this for you guys. It says the records obtained by Arizona uh, Attorney General Mark Baranovich, uh, thanks to his and Montana's lawsuit against the Biden administration, reveal top DHS officials understood criminal legal aliens would likely secure release into the U.S. if they implemented the orders. These orders issued in February prevent immigration and customer customs enforcement agents from arresting and deporting illegal aliens unless they are terrorists, nor ga- uh, known gang members, or have been recently convicted of an aggravated felony. Analysis suggests the orders are preventing about a nine to ten, or are, are preventing about a nine in ten deportations. Wow. So it's interesting that they're changing it to just basically aggravated felony, terrorist, or gang member. Um, yeah. Considering that the the largest crime uh, committed by illegal immigrants is drunk driving and and you know accidents and other things like that. So I, I guess. Well, it, yeah, they did say that an illegal alien convicted of rape twelve years ago would not, or it says, for example, an illegal alien convicted of rape twelve years ago would not be a priority for arrest and deportation deportation by ICE under the orders because the conviction was more than a decade ago. Wow. Holy crap. Uh, let me read this, too. The uh, uh, the records indicate top DHS officials conducted a review of criminal legal aliens booked into federal custody in 2020 and see how many would avoid detention and deportation as a result of the order. Subsequently, the records show that the officials were aware the orders would likely release into the U.S. 3,371 illegal aliens convicted of assault, 211 illegal aliens convicted of burglary, burglary, 85 illegal aliens convicted of homicide, more than 13,400 illegal aliens convicted of immigration violations, 46 convicted of kidnapping, 900 illegal aliens convicted of larceny. Holy shit. How how do you come up with 13,400 convicted of immigration violations? Isn't the first time you step into a country illegally an immigration violation? What the fuck? 73 illegal aliens convicted of sexual assault, 143 illegal aliens convicted of stealing a vehicle. Wow. This is crazy shit, man. So they knew. So what they're saying is is they freaking, they knew this. Biden's DHS knew that. Unbelievable, dude. I mean, it's just, you know, this, shouldn't that tell you everything you need to know about uh, your speech last night? Do they really care about, uh, you know, wait till one of those illegal aliens affects somebody personally, and then, then, then maybe people will wake up to why this is a problem. Yeah, that, I mean, they had a couple of days ago right side broadcasting, uh, was it yesterday? Um, I don't remember. The days just all kind of go into the same, but they had that broadcasting down by the border, and they literally had, I don't know, 20 sheriffs there from all over Texas, not just at the border, that were talking about how bad it is up near them. And and people think it's just along the border. It's not. These these people are are, you know, hauling ass up as far as they can into Texas. It's crazy. All over the country for that matter. 
all over the country. It's not that we don't want fucking immigrants. It's that we want don't want fucking criminal immigrants who want to live off the country. Is that too much to ask? Apparently it for- says that that analysis, it says that since the order went into effect, the number of criminal legal aliens in federal custody has dropped 70%, and the number of illegal aliens arrested have been reduced by 80%. The number of illegal aliens in ICE detention has hit the lowest level in the agency's history. Real nice. Real good work by the Biden administration. Good job there, guys. Way to way to protect the country. Good job. But it doesn't affect me. Well, it will that's someday. The, that's the thing that pisses me off, man. You know, when people say shit like that, it, it really irritates me because you know, we've seen people in Illinois get arrested that were part of these 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 Sonola cartel and other cartels from Mexico. But yep. because it's not in your backyard, then, uh, you know, let's let's give him a hell of a speech and a pat on the back and see what he can do. You had, you had MS-13 invited into the country going around New York, yeah. Uh, yeah. areas of New York, cutting heads off of people. Uh, but it doesn't affect me. So what? who gives a shit? I, don't, I just don't understand that kind of selfish thinking at all. Uh, Stacey Abrams had thoughts. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know if she actually had thoughts. That's that's giving her a little bit too much credit. Uh, she scrubbed the boycott support from an op-ed after she was able to get MLB to leave <laughs> the uh, All-Star game from going into uh, Georgia. Quietly revised the column and takes a much firmer stance against the boycott. She basically changed the whole narrative of her of her statement and and expected nobody to notice. Well, I noticed, and I thought some of you out there might be interested to, to notice the continued hypocrisy of Stacey Abrams. It is just laughable, this chick. She, she can just do whatever she wants, basically. She's had her whole life in a golden spoon shoved up her ass the whole time, so she's just used to it. Yep, 100%. The economy, I got four more left, and we'll get to Jill's News Blitz and then your calls at the top of the hour. Consumer-fueled economy pushes GDP to 6.4%. Congratulations to the Trump administration for, for getting the economy back on track. That's quite the number for the first quarter, a, a 6.4% GDP, which actually is closer to like 9% with some minor uh, things here and there that held it back some. The economy is very strong right now. And now everybody's talking about a bullish year until we get into some inflation. Hmm. Have you heard that before? Yep. U.S. investigating possible mysterious directed energy attack near the White House. Uh, What? (laughs) CNN source, so take it for what it's worth, but I wanted to see what was in this. Multiple sources familiar with the matter tell CNN that uh, the Pentagon and other agencies are probing a matter of that um, probing the matter have reached no clear conclusions on what happened. The fact that such an attack might have taken place so close to D.C., uh, to the White House, excuse me, is particularly alarming. Defense officials briefed lawmakers in the Senate and Armed Services Committee uh, earlier this month. Um, that incident, which occurred near the ellipse, uh, the large oval lawn on the White House, south side of the White House, sickened a National Security Council official, according to multiple current and former officials. In a separate 2019 episode... The White House official uh, reported a similar attack while walking her dog in a Virginia summer uh, suburb. Excuse me. So, um, you know, I, I don't. There was some kind of hint around uh, some type of attack near the White House, but they they sh- they shoved it underneath the rug, and they started talking more about what happened in Cuba and things like that. But there's there was more to that story than meets the eye. So I thought some of you might want to check that out. 
uh, to see what more you can find on that. Just as a reminder, if you want to grab that article, there's that one. Joe talked about this yesterday, and this story was actually something that popped up into my feed today. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Nearly a billion dollars spent to elevate Afghan women may have been squandered. Neither the State Department nor USAID could identify any results from the $850 million spent to improve the lives of women in Afghanistan. Where's all the pink and purple-haired dumb fucks that are walking around in the streets worried about fucking human rights in America when, when there's $900 million embezzled by the State Department into the USAID that were supposed to help women who are actually in an oppressed country called you know, you know Afghanistan where they can't wear clothes that they want to wear and they can't vote and they're not allowed to read books, you know? Any, any talk from the left about, about that? No, not a damn thing. There's more to this story, too. Joe and I talked about this yesterday. The reason why I wanted to highlight this is because if you dig more into that story, you're going to read more about USAID and who was involved in that, in case you wanted to see that. A very important story that should be getting more attention in the mainstream media. And for some reason, got none. Figure that one out. Georgia officials dismiss group's analysis of presidential votes. The reason why I highlighted this one is because I saw earlier today that, uh, I think it was on Bannon's show or something like that, that... The push to go from just Arizona into other states is happening, and it may be in Georgia. I thought Georgia was dead at this point. I I figured they had beaten a dead horse to the point where they're never going to go back. But Cobb County is talking about potentially using the similar firm to do an audit in Cobb County. Michigan County is talking about using it. Wisconsin County is talking about using it. So there's more to this that meets the eye, and I found it to be interesting that there was very little discussion about potential of an audit happening in Cobb County in the news. You couldn't, if you look for it, you're, you can find it, but it's very hard to find. The only thing you can find is, well, Cobb County already did an audit. There was nothing that they found. That's not exactly what happened. And Georgia officials, there was a group that did this uh, voter integrity project thing. So therefore they said, see, we told you nothing to see here. Well, it, uh, it isn't working quite as easy as they hoped there in Georgia either. So I'm just, uh, I don't know what's exactly is going to happen, uh, you know, on this front because of, well, there you go, Raffenberger and others in Georgia. But nonetheless, if Cobb County can get a official audit to go up against what was done before, that would be interesting for sure. And that is what I had for you guys today. I hope you guys appreciated all of that stuff. It was all, uh, you know, kind of stuff that we had to dig deeper on because it was very hard to find anything interesting with that, I want to get uh, Joe. Did you have any comment on any of that before I uh, head over to the rapid fire segment? No, it's just super interesting. First off, USAID is a is a bit of a rabbit hole, but I'm glad you brought that up. I kind of breezed over that yesterday, but then just the whole thing about how much money was being laundered through that uh, Afghanistan and and not helping a place that really needed the help. You know, I watched. I sat and watched a, a satirical show, a movie last night that Brad Pitt did called. Uh, uh, War Machine, I think it was. And it's an overboard, like, rips on on the military, you know. And it, probably five years ago, I would have never been able to watch it. But I just something to watch last night. I watched it. It's actually pretty funny, and it does go overboard. But it gives you a good example of what was happening um, under uh, Petraeus, before Petraeus under uh, McMaster and others. Um, it really kind of pissed me off in a lot of spots because it was just disrespectful. But in a lot of cases, it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny the way they said, ah, we got to worry about drug dealing. Sorry. 
Uh, it was pretty interesting to, talk, to see how they did that. Nonetheless, let me get rapid-fire segment, 30 seconds of your time. We'll get Joe's rapid-fire segment, and we'll get it over to him. Then your call is at the top of the hour. Stand by. Benjamin says, Samantha Powers confirmed to the new head of USAID. Are you fucking kidding me? That would not surprise me one bit. I, I would love to see some more sauce on that. Joe, what do you got for the rapid fire segment today? All right, man. Let me try to get through this as quick as possible. So the first one was kind of local or in Illinois. This uh, Jeremy Heichel, Hilkel, Hilka, I don't know, ousted from three dioceses, dioceses of Joliet positions. Unfreaking believable. It says that the Diocese of Joliet received information from various sources concerning alleged inappropriate communications with a purported minor. So uh, he will not be returning to his positions at St. Joseph's Catholic School in Lockport or St. Paul the uh, Apostle Catholic Church and the Cathedral of St. Raymond in both in Joliet. Oh, wow. Just wow. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, Abby, I, didn't, I don't think I said the U.S. government ran USAID. They they are in cahoots for to money launder. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's not really who runs it. It's a matter of a money laundering scheme. Go ahead, Joe. Yep, yep. True pundit. A uh, government official who approved improper spying on Trump staffer tapped for a spy court advisory role. <laughs> Mary McCord, a former Justice Department official, approved efforts to snoop on former Trump campaign aide Carter Page, has been appointed to advise the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. <laughs> Unbelievable! Just more fucking good news. More people from the uh, uh, you know the corrupt FBI getting getting their other jobs. Just play the game, and we'll hook you up for the rest of your life. Exactly. This was actually out of El Paso. This was kind of neat as far as the program they got going on. It's called Operation April Fools. It's a joint FBI, Texas DPS, Homeland Security Investigations, Texas ABC, who I'm not sure what that is, uh, El Paso PD and El Paso County's Constable's Office. Uh, They announced the results. They actually uh, got arrested four individuals. Uh, who are charged with offenses ranging from attempted coercion and enticement of a minor to possession of a, of a visual depiction involving a sexual exploitation of a, of a minor. Uh, it had three federal arrests and one state arrest. So this was pretty interesting. Um, I'm glad there's just so many little different um, operations that are going on all over the United States, and they are really just knocking these guys away. It's it's great to see. In fact, I got another one here as well out of uh, the Eastern District of Texas. This is out of Sherman, Texas. Robert Allen Hall, 31, was found guilty of attempted coercion enticement of a minor today by a jury following a three-day trial in the U.S. District, um, uh, Manzat 3. So, this guy will be uh, put away for quite a while as well. Just so many. I, I mean, I hate to re- keep reporting on him every day, but it's actually it's it's good because this this shit needs to stop one way or another. Operation April Fool sounds like it should have been the perfect title for the operation against Hunter Biden. 
That would have been perfect. This was out of the conservative brief. I saw Red Pill 78 actually throw this on Gab. Supreme Court rejects Dems bid for universal vote by mail in Texas. (laughs) It seems like I got this Texas thing going on today. Uh, But basically it says the U.S. Supreme Court has turned away a Democrat effort to expand vote, uh, mail-in voting in Texas, Texas state law marker law makes mail-in ballots available only for people age 65 and older or for voters who meet specific disability guidelines, which is what it should be, right? So very, very interesting there. Uh, this out by the Federalist not too long ago, Stanford student government candidate says white people need to be eradicated. Oh my God, several tweets dug up from last year, Stanford University sophomore running for reelection. The student government made racist comments against white people, notably saying that white people need to be eradicated. Unbelievable. It's people who run our colleges. They really don't like white people, do they? No, they really don't. Florida family reportedly makes one million dollars selling COVID-19 cure made of bleach. Yep. You heard that, right? This is actually reported originally by the Blaze. Members of the Florida family are facing charges after reportedly selling 28,000 bottles of bleach marketed as a cure for COVID-19. The family, according to reports, netted more than $1 million over the last year. Wow. What the? (laughs) Wow. Wow. I don't even know. I I don't even know what what else to say about that. Are you saying that they sold bleach to people and people... Ingested bleach, thinking that it was. That's what I'm saying. That just sounds like uh, natural selection to me. I don't know if there's the court should have got involved on that one. But sadly, this is in Florida, so I mean, we kind of like people in Florida. I don't know what's going on there. There's dumb people everywhere. What can I say? Um, <laughs> so this was super interesting as well. CEO of a two billion dollar startup fired for microdosing on LSD at work. <laughs> Psychedelic drugs have been a topic, hot topic in financial press this uh, week between the hallucinatory, hallucinatory, hallucinatory experience of German billionaire and the market debut of Magic Mushroom Company, MindMed, eliciting talk of a shroom boom. Most of that coverage has been refreshingly positive. But that changed Tuesday morning when Bloomberg reported that the CEO of the $2 billion startup, has been unceremoniously fired for microdosing with LSD at work. <laughs> I don't understand oh, the problem here. I don't. I don't get it either. <laughs> One of these days, dude, we just we might have we might have to do a microdosing Fridays here on, on the Uncensored Channel. <laughs> See how that Take works. Take some out. shrooms and do a show. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be hilarious. I gotta admit, though. I mean, you know, do you see this over here? By the way, the the dude somehow, Ooh. yeah, right. The dude has a two billion dollar startup. What do you care what he's taking? I know. I'd be like, oh, keep going, dude. Way to go. Uh, so, <laughs> Apparently, you're doing something right. Right. Uh, so, financial crime news: Airbus subsidiary pleads guilty to corruption in Saudi bribery case. This is pretty interesting. A subsidiary of Airbus SE pleaded guilty in London to a corruption charge stemming from a defense contract that the UK arranged with Saudi Arabia. The UK's serious fraud office said, oh, God, a judge overseeing the case ordered uh, GPT to pay 20 or 38 million dollars. Unbelievable. You know, what's funny is there's always this corruption and all this stuff. And instead of like 
you know, punishing the company in a serious way. They they basically give them a slap on the wrist and say, don't do that again, and then they just keep doing it. Right? Exactly. Uh, this was super interesting because we've been talking about Bitcoin and everything else. This is, is it Ethereum face huge $4.5 billion in Friday option expiration? I'm like, what is going on with all of this stuff? With Ether knocking at 3,000, a 280% uh, year-to-date plus, uh, plus, and Bitcoin consolidating consolidating at the $1 trillion market cap level after record one-day BTC options. Volume last week um, on the uh, Darabit exchange, the two cryptocurrencies face a, combi- a combined $4.5 billion in contract expirations this Friday. There's just so much going on there, man. Hmm. I'll have to watch it and see what it does. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what that means, to be completely honest with you. I don't know if that means that these are um, like in, institutional investors that are have options that are coming up or, or yeah, what it that says means. BTC OPEX unstick in play next week. $3.7 billion to roll off on Friday. I, I didn't quite get that either. Um let me see towards the bottom here. One sec. Uh, we expect, uh, let's see, BTC, seriously negative. Yeah. I don't know. Just interesting to look out for. That's all I know. It's crazy. Well, the, um, the volatility definitely is going to continue. I mean, that's part of the, the game. So that's for sure to be expected. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, last one I had for you here at the top of the hour, the Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor base sub, uh, submarine Navy of, officer relieved of command following loss of confidence. This is uh, Joseph uh, Lotzlanger had uh, been in command of the USS Charlotte since March of 2019. The commander of the U.S. Navy submarine has been relieved of command following an investigation in relation to the death of an awesome officer from his vessel. So that's super interesting. That would definitely be a loss of confidence. <laughs> that's all I had for you on the rapid fire, brother. Back to you. Also sounds like there's a little more to that story than meets the eye. We had that, uh, that Gitmo general who's, you know, was involved with someone's wife and there was all kinds of shit going on there. So that makes you wonder what else is happening there on that front. Rise attire. USA.com is the official show sponsor of the brothers uncensored channel and brothers and uncensored Abe.com. Do me a favor. Check out rise attire USA. When you get a second, do a discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, at checkout. You'll get some sweet gear and a little bit of discount. You'll help the show out, and uh, you'll get some uh, help a Patriot company out as well. A minute and a half of your time, and we will get to your guys' calls at the top of the hour. Stand by. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. 
Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAY for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time and uh, get yourself some sweet gear. Also, don't forget to go over to the website and check out our new store if you haven't heard about that yet. Sweet ass shirt like that. There's other ones too you can get uh, as well. Check this out if you haven't seen these yet. Um, go to the website, go to the store, click store, and it'll bring you down. You got to click again. I don't know. I'm working on it. It's just my website's being retarded right now. Um, but check it out. There they are. There's the different shirts you can get. There's men's shirts, women's shirts, hoodies, uh, hats. So uh, if you want to help support the show and also get some sweet gear to help advertise, there you go. There's your spot. Check it out when you get time. All right, guys. Video. It's just fire, man. Say that again. That rise attire video is just fire. Thank I you. I love it. See, you weren't unmuted. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you weren't muted. Uh, Belushi was the first to pop in about uh, five minutes ago. Let me get Belushi in here to see what he has to say. It's always good to hear from my brother over there as well. So let me get to that. Let me check over at Fox. We'll see what you guys are up to. Sean Joe, thank you, brother. I, yeah, you know me, Sean Joe, man. If if we can keep continue like that, I'm with you, bro. I, I'm I'll, I got your back all the time, bro. Um, so I appreciate you, Sean Joe. Thank you for the interaction. I appreciate it. Belushi is in the house. What's good, brother? What's, What's up, brothers? What's up, Belushi? Good, man. How are you today? I'm great. How's my mic check level? Perfect. Good, man. Sounds All good. Right. What's right. on your mind today, brother? Ah, a little, a little fun, a little, little somber, I think, news. Uh, you know, one of the things, and I, I, I missed you guys yesterday, but, um, you know, I see a lot of, you know, the news cycle sort of flying through, right? And there's, there's all sorts of focus and distractions. I think one of the people... And I'll be careful with my language here. One of the things that, you know, we're not necessarily, and you guys probably have discussed this in, in other shows, but, um, you know, the jab, right? Um, I've got a couple of personal stories and I'm starting to hear and see some personal accounts and testimonials from people. And whether you decide to get it or not, I'm not here to give you medical advice. I'm just uh, going to share with you what I've heard. So uh, I'd say I interact with about 25 to 30 various coworkers um, a week. And there's such an insane large percentage of people that are like, oh, yeah, which one are you getting? Are you getting the AstraZeneca? Are you getting the Pfizer one? More than half of them now are like, I got my first one and it wrecked me and I'm not getting my second one. Other people are saying they got the second one and it absolutely destroyed them. They had to take a week off work. And this is just the first wave of, of I think, adverse reactions that they're going to have. I mean, this poor woman, one of them is, is still breastfeeding a child. Oh, then I talked to, then I talked to. Um, why would you, why would you put your child at risk? When you're breastfeeding it, bro, it just makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. I've seen multiple stories of women having miscarriages, um, uh, outright deaths. I mean, I've seen all sorts of things, and and I and I have some you know other personal sauce on this. So we're we're uh, we're um, just to back you up, bro. I've seen the same thing uh, from what my wife has told me from people that she's been around. A lot of them got the first one; they got wrecked. They had to take time off. And they're not going to get the second, which, by the way, makes the first one completely pointless. Go ahead. Yeah. And Kristen, just real quick, Kristen 33 said her mom got the second one yesterday and it wrecked her. There you go. So here's here's the new thing now that I'm seeing. uh, And this is for the women out there. If you're around somebody who's been vaccinated, it's starting to mess with their menstrual cycles. When they're having heavier flows, 
multiple uh, periods within a month, like multiple cycles within a month. I saw that too. Um, uh, and, and, I, and I verified that because we're doing this rehab in, this, in our second house in Lake, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And our electrician, she's a female. She's a fucking rock star. She's awesome. And she's like, yeah, my best girlfriend, she's like, um, got it. And she's like, I went and helped her move and was hanging out with her. And she's like, now my menstrual cycle is all fucked up. And I was like, holy crap. So I'm hearing like real on the ground accounts of these things. And like, this stuff's not a joke, guys. So like, if you are thinking about getting it or you have family members out there getting it, I mean, we have people in our own family. Like my mother and I are like, I can't believe aunt, you know, so-and-so got it. Like, and you know, we give them the information and people are still just like, it's crazy. And then I don't know if you guys saw the CBS news report of this woman who got completely paralyzed by it. And I swear to God, she was a crisis actor because she was saying she was paralyzed from the shoulders down when she's talking, she's using her hands and stuff. And I swear to God, I've seen her in other crisis situations before, but then it was really strange because after she said she's paralyzed, the first thing she mentioned is, well, I'd like to be able to get up to go to the bathroom. The second thing she mentioned was something else about being active. The third thing she mentioned was all that I am just so sad. I can't play with my kids. I'm like, your kids are the third thing you mentioned. And then she's like, oh, but I still think people should get it on CBS news. I go, first of all, if you're paralyzed from the jab is CNN or CBS news, the first people you're calling to come to your hospital room to tell your story. Like, what's no. wrong with you? Hell no. So, you know, I don't have sauce on that one. I was just an observation I made. I was like, that's freaking weird and crazy and nuts. It's right. really weird the way they're they're just put. There's it's like there's a a a uh, planned push to get to get the everyone vaccinated. It's just ridiculous, man. And I mean, I just for for a virus that you just that ninety nine point nine percent of you are going to survive. I just don't understand why there's so many people that are just like sheep walking into the fucking fire, dude. Yeah, I think a couple things are happening. I think they're definitely fudging the numbers. Joe Biden's saying it's, you know, we're 100 million now. It's going to be 200 million or whatever. You know, yeah, we covered that. BS. That's what you I think it's yesterday. Like, I showed yeah, a breakdown yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's like, I think it's like 35 million or something like that. I, th- I think a lot of people, at least in Minnesota, I follow the stats. It dropped off like 35% of people aren't even already getting the second jab. They're like, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna hit a wall at 30%. That same 30% of brainwashed dumb fucks that voted for Biden. And <laughs> yeah, they don't have enough people. Why do you think they're pushing so hard in the media with celebrities? Because it's not FDA approved, it's experimental uh, 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 gene therapy. And so they can't advertise it like you need to advertise a vaccine in the first place. But, you know, like every year when they used to advertise the flu shot, like CBS would have a commercial on TV and they'd be like, get your shot. They can't even do that. So they're using all these other methods and channels. And it's just so freaking obvious to me. I don't know why it's so hard for people to see through the, the fog here, but. Because the indoctrination has been for so freaking long, man. Yeah. It's just, it's unbelievable. Now I watched um, a little bit of Bongino's uh, and Trump's uh interview yesterday or listened to it i should say and um trump mentioned about was it the j and j the is that the one that they kind of uh that's the uh, one that they were seeing blood clots with and the astrazeneca they were seeing blood clots and they've sort of suspended it in multiple countries in europe already but uh i don't get trump on the vaccine thing i'm not even going to comment i on know it. well he's that's sort of, the he's sort of on, this might be unpopular he's sort of on my shit list right now Because of because of that, with a lot of people, to be honest with you, and that's why I brought that situation up. And the other thing is, is the fact that Bongino had an opportunity to literally fucking ask Trump anything he wanted to. And what the fuck did he talk about vaccines? And I was like, you got to be kidding me. There's so many things. Oh, and and how does it feel to uh, 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 be, uh, you know, just a, a regular guy now and not the president? 
Like, what the yeah. fuck kind of question is that? I just, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was, uh, I was frustrated after. It I was a little it. bit of a strange interview. I agree with you. And it, it, I feel like a lot of Trump's interviews are getting a lot of really repetitive recently. I didn't want to go into a whole Trump conversation, honestly. But I agree. I, I do agree. I agree. With you. Um, I will say that, you know, as we're touching on the crypto stuff, the Ethereum and the Bitcoin. Yeah. There's a lot of movement there. I, I won't go into a whole dive about that, but I, I did see some news uh, out of um, this. Well, let me, let me ask you this real quick. That's basically all that's saying is that there's just going to be increasing volatility. That's all that's talking about. Correct. I think there is a call for, for the, uh, uh, the institutional investors. I don't know how they, how, here's the thing. So XRP is in this case with the sec and, and Ethereum and Bitcoin got away with not, uh, um, uh, classifying that their cryptos were securities, but I think what what is going to come out is that they were leveraging them as securities, giving people equity in in you know even though Bitcoin's not technically a company or it doesn't technically have any ownership, that's sort of how they've ghosted it and gotten away with it. But um, I think you're going to see a lot more volatility in those two. You know, I've talked to Crypto Beatles about this. He, he he he's right. I mean, there's a ton of developers and a ton of application for Ethereum. I think Ethereum will in a lot of ways, replace BTC. Yeah. Um, and you got a lot of guys out there like Craig who are really into BSV and, and, and the internet of things, the applications there. I mean, I don't think, I think there's going to be at the end of this thing, we're going to see a handful of cryptos that survive. Uh, and I'm happy about, you know, and, and Abe, we've talked about, you know, my diversification and what cryptos I believe in XLM and our XRP and, um, you know, ADA and others that, that I think will, will stick around and move yeah. uh, that are really cheap to get into right now. But um yeah, I mean BTC. You know, even if it goes to a hundred thousand, I don't know if they take out the the China the China op goes down and they take out, you know, the three barges dam and all that crypto mining that's going on under, under that dam. I mean, we'll see what happens with all that. Some of that's a little conspiratorial, but the thing that yeah. caught my ear from uh, from your conversation uh, with Beatles when we had them on was uh, the Digibyte what they're trying to do with the decentralization. So that's why I, I kind of believe in in that concept. So that's why I'm supporting Digibyte, but I don't, I mean, like you said, just because the concept is a good one doesn't mean it's going to be uh, a winner going forward. So the, to be diversified, I think is very wise advice. Yeah. I also, I also hold some Digibyte. I mean, I totally agree with you, but yeah, you gotta, it's in volatile space, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. You gotta, but you definitely gotta do it, you know, spread it out a little bit. Um, I will say this, the U.S. Uh, the US uh, was selling treasury bills at 0% for the first time since March 2020. Um, so, you know, knowing what I know that I, I think that the, the treasury did absolve the Fed and was making the Fed buy up all these bonds and junk bonds. Seven trillion dollars worth. Not yeah. a dude, small I was, amount. I kept saying for the longest time to Abe, dude, what is going on with these bonds? Dude, what is going on they're with these buying, bonds? They're, what they're doing is they're investing in bonds to pay down the debt is what they're fucking doing. And that's yep. why they're that's why these debt numbers are being manipulated because they they basically play uh, I don't know Iowa math with the with the debt numbers basically is what they do. Yeah, well, no, and they're artificially pumping up the markets by t- printing trillions and trillions yeah. of dollars. I mean, it's it's super obvious, I and mean, it's not sustainable. It can't keep going on. It's gonna it's gonna hit uh, sort of a, a busting. The bubble's gonna bust, and we're gonna hit a little bit. Of, we're gonna hit a wall, and then it's gonna sort of explode. And, and, and in my opinion, crash in a lot of ways. We'll see sort of. 
if the white hats have a plan to 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 take us over to there, some, some other systems there's no shortage of signs there's no shortage yeah. of pre thousand 2007 signs that are out there right now if you look for them there's no shortage of them especially when it comes to debt equity markets and uh price to earning ratios that are just way out of fucking whack right now it make no damn sense everything is overvalued and now they're saying that that as the as the uh the opening comes back as Europe catches up to the opening, we're going to see a massive boom for the next year. That just scares the fuck out of me because that is a massive bubble builder, bro. Yeah, yeah just, we're seeing, just, we're, yeah go just ahead. real quick, uh, I just want to say everybody's talking about Foxhole. Just hit the refresh or come out and come back in, and it's working fine now. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we've seen that some major banks around the world collapse already. Or the, you know, the World uh, Bank of Canada and, and others. Um, this is going to continue. Uh, this is this is uh, just like the election you know, fraud. If, if that domino goes with Arizona, we're going to see that ripple across. We're going to see that with the financial systems. Um, th- these are, these are actually all positive signs in a lot of ways, even though it's going to get a little painful for a little bit. Um, but uh, let me circle back quick to the jab. Uh, there's a, there's a video out of, um, and this is just an on the ground account of a guy at, uh, and, and uh, not to, I actually don't want to dox myself. I won't get into why I know this credit union, but um, the Virginia University of Virginia uh, Community Credit Union, they've now installed this machine that will scan your license plate, take your vaccine passport, and has a little hand thing for your chip. Not even freaking joking. Brand new machines in their ATM drive throughs So people don't think that, you know, why did Florida overwhelmingly, well, not overwhelmingly, but the majority pass that vote that they are banning vaccine passports? We're going back to state sovereigns, you know, Republican, right, you know, state by state here, guys. This is not like there's no I don't see the federal government even coming back in the way it used to be. I, I you know, I have like people talk about elections and Trump's out there promoting people, whatever. When you see shit like this and then you see certain states taking certain moves. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the whole thing because it's a long conversation. I'll say this lastly. Um I saw another story out of Arizona, and I can't remember the town now. I wish I could, uh, so people could look it up. But 100, this is fucking awesome. I'll leave you on a positive note. 100 parents stormed a school board meeting, were so rambunctious and adamant about no more masks for their freaking kids at school that the four or I think five committee members fucking walked off and quit. And so (laughs) in the crowd, in the crowd, they elected by the crowd of the people had people nominate other people and elected five. And then like, you know, did a call to, they did all the pr- protocol, like call to order, second the motion, we're get ditching the masks and they fucking elected five That's, parents. Yeah. I mentioned that yesterday. It was Vail. Oh, Arizona. did you? Okay. Vail, yeah, Arizona is where that, that warmed my heart, man. And that's what everyone needs to be doing in their communities. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Right. We homeschool, but or I homeschool. I'm, I'm separated now, but I homeschool and yeah, I did fuck the public schools. But if you are going to have your kid in public school, that's the shit people need to be doing. Hell, man. It should and be happening all around the country right now. Every mm-hmm. single one of these parents should be doing that right now, especially the one that 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 girl that collapsed yesterday. It's just ridiculous, bro. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Hey, real quick, Belushi, yep. got a question for you. When was the last time you ate at Popeye's in Lake uh, Geneva? Oh, oh, dude. Last time I was there, man. <laughs> Over Easter. Awesome. Oh, yeah, like in, oh dude, here's, love Popeye's, bro. Here's what's funny is my sister, Dawn, Texas Girl 71 out there. Used and to we're not talking about fast food Popeye's, guys. This no, is like, no, no. Yeah. No, we're talking good food here. We're talking real good food. Not the regular Popeye's. But my sister, Dawn, used to live in Lake Geneva 
Um, and also I used to live in Twin Lakes for about four years. So just south of Lake Geneva there. Um, and my sister lived out there for quite a while as well. So just interesting because she used to have a house like a block away from the lake there. We used to walk down there all the time. We went to Champs, uh, Hogs and Kisses, all the bars down there. Yeah, buddy. I see you smiling, so you know what I'm talking about. All right, oh, yeah. cool, cool, man. I had to ask you about it, brother. No, absolutely. I'm looking to retire there probably, hopefully, in the next, you know, five or ten years. Oh, um, man. Look, I would love high. to. I, I hope I don't lose contact with you, man. No, definitely <laughs> not. No, you guys sure. won't lose contact with me, man. I'll be up there, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to we'll have to hang out next. I'm, I'm going to be there for Memorial Day weekend. So I don't know if your sister's still there or you're, you think, you know, coming out anytime soon, but uh, I'll be there Memorial Day weekend and give you my awesome. number. No, unfortunately she's in Texas now, but I, oh, I'll, well, good I'll for her. The, she's in yeah. a good state. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the ride up to Lake Geneva though, any day to hang out with you, brother. You know, what's interesting is it, uh, um, it's pretty lax, man. Like you, you get the tourists from Chicago. there wearing the masks on the weekends and shit, but like I walk into any store there, any grocery store, nobody says shit to me and they, and they, you know, <sighs> Yeah, tell me to put a mask on. I dare you. I live in Minneapolis. I fight people at the grocery store every week. So. Every day. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> no shit. Appreciate never worn, the call. Never worn one. All right, brothers. Peace Take out. Care, love brother. to the fam Much out love. there. All right. Me too. Hey, good stuff as always, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Don. I got we got some stories from out there, don't we? <laughs> couple of couple of stories. Hogs and kisses. Yeah, that was the name of the bar that was out there. It's called Hogs and Kisses. There was another one called Champs, which uh, my sister worked at a little bit there. Uh, we had some good fun times out there in uh, Lake Geneva. Good stuff. Yeah, it's an awesome area. It's it's uh it's it's tough not to love, and now it's like becoming like a resort town. It's kind of ridiculous. Denise is in the house. How are you today, Denise? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you too? Oh, fantastic! Great to hear from you, Denise. What's on your mind today? Well, it's it's slow news over here. Um, apart from Liz Truss's blazing a trail, making deals all over the world, left, right, and centre, um, it has the thing that's going round. I think to try and take the news away from successors is the the going all out trying to get Boris to resign um, because. They're, they're saying that he was asking for public funding or using public funding to decorate his flat. I think it was £10,000, something like that. It turns out that isn't true at all. And they're, they're jumping up and down the Labour and the Greens and all that, jumping up and down saying he should stand down, etc. But nobody said a word when our friend Burko spent hundreds of thousands of pounds redecorating his flat. That was okay. Anyway, I put it in the chat. I don't know whether or not you saw it. Did you see that Randy Quaid is uh, seriously considering running for governor in California? Can he just do, can he just do his, uh, his uh, crazy Trump tweets? Uh, and just, just do that on a campaign trail. And that'd be awesome. He probably will. I, I'm banned from Twitter, but I can still go in there and see. I can't interact, but I can still go in there and and see what's going on. And that's what he's put out recently. That he's uh, quote: "I'm seriously considering running for governor. The prosecutorial corruption in California, especially Santa Barbara and the Bell scandal, is rampant. And I promise that if elected, I will clean up the district." 
attorney's office throughout the state. That's what he's quoting. That it would be interesting to have Randy Quaid as a governor, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Did you say the Bell scandal in Santa Barbara? Yes. All right, that I want to look into. <laughs> That's what he's quoted in uh, in brackets. Um, Santa Monica and Bell scandal. He he was so, uh, he was targeted by um, by the state, and they screwed. He was him targeted by Hollywood. Yeah, he was targeted by Hollywood because he opened his mouth. Well, the state too went after him, his finances and stuff, and his any kind of his his ability to make a living. It was just they targeted him big time. Yeah, they sort of bankrupted him, didn't they? Yep. And he's he's also I think he's um he's saying that he's doing a, an autobiography at the minute, which he says is is proceeding well, but he's thinking of throwing a um. Uh, January the 4th, July the 4th, sorry, uh, party open to anyone and everyone who wants to turn up and the beer's on him. So I wonder how many people Ill, uh, land on his doorstep. But, that would, uh, where's that? <laughs> I want to know where is that. <laughs> well, I'd be there. He, he, he's in California, isn't he? But is I'm he really sure. still there? Oh, God. But I'm not sure where. Well, that's why he's considering running for governor there. Bruce Jenner versus Randy Quaid debate. I'd watch that. That's what she Oh, said. my gosh. Could you imagine that? Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. So here you go, Denise. <laughs> Check this out. In July 2010, the Los Angeles Times published an investigative article on possible malfeasance in the neighboring city of Maywood, California, revealing that city officials of Bell received salaries that were reported as the highest in the nation. Subsequent investigations found atypically high property tax rates, allegations of voter fraud in municipal elections, and other irregularities which heightened the ensuing scandal. These and other reports led to widespread criticism and demand for the city officials to resign. Uh, In the end, Mayor Oscar Hernandez, former city official Robert Rizzo, Assistant Administrator Angela Spacchia, and four city council members were convicted on gaffed and corruption charges and were given sentences ranging from probation to 12 years in prison. Uh, so that is uh, the reference that they were talking about there in that Bell scandal in uh, in California. All right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Alle- allegations of voter fraud and vote manipulation. Go figure. No such thing as voter fraud. Hey, I used to, well, I followed him on, on Twitter because I just loved um, his comments, he, he quite often gave me a chuckle. And he's um, a great Trump supporter, um, you know, Trumplican. But he he's not a fright. He's not frightened of opening his mouth and going for the jugular, is he? Hello? I was just laughing. Sorry. Uh, I was laughing because I was thinking of the debate between... <laughs> between Quaid and, and Jenner and, and only thing Quaid would have to say is shitter's full because <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much explains everything in California. Sorry, Denise. No problem. Oh, oil anyway. man says he could, he could, uh, he could argue that he kicked the shit out of the aliens. <laughs> oh, well, yes, that's the point. He did. <laughs> he did. 
I mean, you know, movies are reality that, for movie movie the, the movie uh, industry is reality for shit for California. So that shit might work. Yeah. <laughs> and I came back twice. <laughs> to talk about it. To tell the yeah. story. Anyway, that's it. I just thought I'd tickle you with um with that Randy Quaid little drop there. Ah, good stuff for sure. Appreciate it big time. Any other last thoughts before I let you go, Denise? No, darling. You two have a good a good rest of your day. And um and I'll catch you another time. Thank you so much, Denise. Appreciate the call. You enjoy the rest of your day as well. Thank you. Bye. Indeed. Have a great day. Denise in the house with some good stuff as always. Let me uh let me hide Zoom here real quick to see what I got going on in here in the uh call in room. Ah, we got uh Norm and Glenn hanging out. I think Norm was in there first, and we'll get to you, Glenn, shortly after. So give me about uh five minutes, bud. I appreciate you guys waiting in there. Uh we'll see what Norm's up to today, and uh then we'll move on to uh see what Glenn has to say. Uh Due Diligence's uh, cash app there in the chat as well. If you guys want to help out Due, due Diligence, uh, uh, since he lost his brother yesterday, um, feel free to do so. Uh, Norm, what is on your mind today, my friend? Uh, there All right. Is. Oops. And... I just asked you to unmute right as you clicked unmute. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What's no, up, um... Norm? How's it going, brother? All right. All right. Uh, what Denise was saying was interesting um, about Randy Quaid. And um, if there, if he does have a party with free beer, I'll go on there. I'll go there and report it on it for you guys. Okay. Nice. I'll tell you what, that's a pretty good platform. <laughs> nice. Free beer platform. Dude, that, I mean, you know, just yeah. think about all the, all but of the our, last our yeah. candidates like J.R. Majewski, uh, if we can get him to do one of those beer things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last time uh, we recalled their governor here in California was about 10 years ago. And about 100 people ran for governor after That's that. right. I remember. After Schwarzenegger, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger won, but uh, 100 people, including a porn star, ran. Uh, so so I'm... Fitting. I'm expecting uh, another uh, something like that again, where everybody's just going to throw their hat into the ring for that. So it kind of sounds that way. I agree. I've heard quite a few people uh, t- discussing it, so it should be interesting to see how that's going to turn out. Norm for governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see how many uh, celebrities run because if a uh, celebrity runs, we're going to have another celebrity governor. So yeah. in California has had two celebrity governors, Ronald was, Reagan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was a couple up and coming. Um, I don't want to call them conservatives, but right leaning. I can't remember who they were though. I don't, I don't yeah, pay too there, close there attention are, to, to California politics. Well, California is a lot redder than most people think. And yeah, I believe that. And, I don't think um, our voting stuff here is legit. So that's just me. Yep. I agree. So, but yeah, so, um, but I, I need to find out more information about the Randy Quaid party with free beer. So if anybody has any information they can send to me, (laughs) please send hang Ted alien surfer wants links. Please send a link to the free beer. 
He can do yeah. a broadcast for three beer men from the free beer. Yeah, yeah Babs, exactly. Babs Orlando and uh, Saxon Crusader nailed that. Richard Grinnell was talking about running for governor of California. Uh, yes, of that's California. the other one. Yeah, that would be yeah, great. It, yes, he was. Yeah, he was. So that, that would be great. And I would probably vote for him if, if he ran. He would do a great job for so. sure. Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm sure he would. And yeah, they would probably try to dig up dirt on everybody that runs. So, so, but I don't think they can bring dig up any dirt on him. So well, he can That's, he can just call anyone yeah. who criticizes him a homophobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> he can use their tactics against them. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, just want to say hi. I can't wait for tomorrow's show. You guys got to be talking about Skimwalker Ranch. Yes. Is that right? Yes, we are. Yeah. That's right. Our girl, Alara, is actually out there in chat right now. What's up, One Foot and Five? I got to get that article to you, (laughs) Alara. I meant to get that to you last night. (laughs) We'll just surprise her with it. She probably knows more off the top of her head than that's in the article. Probably. She's saying what? Yeah, I'm going to be talking to her on... uh... On Saturday about time travel on J Bell's show. So and, and I saw I also that you were on Amy Joe's show earlier today, it says. So that's cool. That's well, awesome. I, I was in the chat. That's I was awesome. on it. I love I how chat. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it. love how our community just goes all around to everybody's chats. It's just it's amazing. I love it. There you go, Alara. Yeah. Got it to you. Me, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> And, you gave yeah. her the. That's no fun. We should have just. Oh, all right. What? She's nothing. Sorry. I want to have Norm. somebody who actually knows what the hell they're talking about. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's half my, the reason why I don't talk about shit up. like that because I'm. I don't know much about it. So, oh, my audio is breaking up a little bit. So sorry. Oh shoot. No problem, Norm. No problem. Anything else uh, before Man, we I let can't you wait go, brother? For, for... No. Um. That's it. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be on J Bell's show on Saturday and three beer men on Sunday. Awesome. And J Bell is going to be on Foxhole really soon now. That's what I heard this morning from methods <laughs> as well. So that's cool. J Bell has been doing good work and look forward to seeing you there on Saturday with her. And then Sunday on the three beer men. Yep. Right. All right. So I'll see you later. Take care Thanks, of yourself. Hang 10. Hang 10 Alien Surf. Appreciate you big, big time, brother. Take care of yourself. All right. All right. Bye. Take care, brother. Appreciate the call. Bam. Glenn is waiting patiently. Let me get ben, Glenn in here. We'll see what he's up to. Yeah, call in, Dolphin. We got room, brother. Come on over. The water's warm. Oops. There we go. All right. Let's see here. Hilaria <laughs> gets Abe surprise, right? Uh, she probably knows uh, a, a lot about that uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, it's it's pretty popular. There's been all kinds of stories and specials done on it. Probably. Absolutely. Hey, there's Glenn. How's it going, hey, brother? Guys. Alan, Joe, how you doing tonight? Fantastic. I, you. I don't have very much for you. Maybe some corrections for you. Uh, the Ethereum thing, that means somebody's going to be broke real soon because uh, the options means they got to pay for it. And if they can't pay for it, they're SOL. Wait, say that. Hold on a sec. I, could, I, could, I couldn't hear you. I had to turn my speaker down. Say that again. I said the Ethereum options thing means that somebody is going to have to pay a whole bunch of money so real time 
real soon. And uh, if they don't, they're SOL because the options means you're trying to buy a tr uh, stock without buying the stock and so on and so forth. It, it, yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, the, you know, the Fed, there's been all kinds of uh, institutional investors in JP Morgan and other places who have bought, have, have turned this into a, an investment scheme. So you're, they're going to start manipulating it for sure. Yeah. And most of the side effects, I haven't gotten it yet. I haven't gotten it yet, Texas girl. Maybe Dang tomorrow. It. Dang it. Hey, <laughs> let me just, just real quick. I'm, I never got to read the final sentence of that story, basically from Zero Hedge. It says, we expect the continuing evolution of the crypto and crypto option markets to come with the tail wags, the dog, options-driven phenomenon that has gripped the equity complex and look forward to watching it unfold. It is. It's just been super interesting, This all this information that's been coming out about it. I mean, the crypto market is like the stock market, basically. So I don't play with either or right now. Uh, I don't have the money to do it, number one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, uh, most of the side effects from those jabs that I've been hearing about have been with the Pfizer shot or with the AstraZeneca shot. Now, if I remember right, the AstraZeneca shot is not FDA approved in the United States, even under EUA. None of them are. And none of Yeah, none of them are approved. No, 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 under EUA. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, and Biden was saying, oh, we're going to ship all these uh, AstraZeneca vaccines all over the world. Well, yeah, because the FDA didn't approve them here, so you're getting rid of them. <laughs> that could be. That could be. Uh, I have a little note here on the Bartolomo interview where she had Trump on this morning. It was almost a nothing interview itself. Uh, I, I was going to, I was going to watch that. How long was it just to kind of, uh, it was an hour. Wow. It was all soft stuff. She didn't do anything really hard. She Let's got see. him to admit that he is going to run for president in 2024. Hmm but he's not going to announce it until after 2022. Yeah. Same thing he said on Bongino. And that's why, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't trying to, but yeah, I was trying to bust Bongino's balls because honestly, man, I mean, what's the point of having him on if he's just going to keep saying the same shit over and over and, and nobody gets, gets anywhere with him. It's just, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It does keep, it does keep him out front and center, but he's pretty much there already. Yeah. All right. Now I got a little correction for you out of the blades on that Arizona school thing, the school board. Um, what actually happened was the school board uh, ca uh, canceled their meeting because of the unruliness of the crowd. So they are actually still in charge of the school board not the people that think they elected themselves. That was all play. Uh, that was all for fun, I guess. I was going to say that for that to be official, I don't think they can just say I'm in charge now. Well, uh, they thought the school board had quit, but what it actually had happened was the school board had canceled the meeting because of the uh, dangerous crowd. And that's where that one went. Uh, that's just a little correction on that story, so we keep it straight. At least that's out of the blaze this morning. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. What else did I have here? Oh, yeah. Here's one that's going to affect a lot of people. 
the FDA is going to ban menthol cigarettes nationwide. And that may go to uh, the menthol uh, uh, vapes and stuff too. Now, now uh, did they say that they are going to do this or they just are talking about it? I think point? I saw something today where they started it. I mean, it's a phase-in type thing where you they got to uh, uh, lower the level of menthol first and then get rid of it. Uh, which is not fair because I like menthol myself. And I'm stuck uh, with my vape. I'm stuck with the regular stuff because they won't let uh, New Jersey won't let them sell menthol vapes in New Jersey at the uh, grocery stores. Not good. Wow. Is there is there is there a reasoning behind this? Because I mean, you know, menthol cigarettes in general is very fucking bad for you. Um, It's you know. Well, uh, the theory goes that the menthol cigarettes are uh, the kids go for the menthol cigarettes before they go for the regular cigarettes. No, I'm talking about the actual chemical that's used in the cigarette that creates the menthol. That that's a that's a poison. It's a class A, not a class A. It's a class poison. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it tastes better. That's all I can say. But I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you know let people decide what they want to do. But there is a there is a side of this that that uh, that that yeah. people should probably look at a little more. Menthol is very very bad for you. But this is all in a in a way to try and get kids to stop smoking because kids are getting all these vapes and all these cigarettes. Gotcha. I mean, so they're, they're tar- you think they're targeting the vapes more so than the, than well, no, there, it says, it says that they're all flavored cigars. So what they're trying to do is also get rid of your cherry blunts and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. It, they're going at some, uh, the left has really gone loony with the, going after the tobacco industry but okay i i i'm a smoker an ex-smoker that's vaping now and i'm stuck with it after 50 years (laughs) tom ford tom ford says if they ban newports there will be riots I don't. I mean, maybe uh, I'm wrong. Maybe my research on on um, on menthol is is flawed. I mean, that's possible. I mean, there's all kinds of doctored research out there, so it could be possible. But uh, the, the what I understand is that it's uh, it's just really bad for you. But I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, Dangleberry also says is, <laughs> they literally said it's because blacks smoke them, so they right. they're targeting. You know, they're trying to help the black community by banning the tobacco cigarettes and their flavored. Uh, blunts. That's what about what all the white people who smoke menthol? That's okay. Really? That's okay. And Benjamin, uh, they're going after the peppermint flavor too, so that's <laughs> going to be gone too. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did I have here? A uh, little funny thing. Uh, I got you saw. You may have seen this in uh, the chat area of yours, uh, where DQ uh, has a funny little sign that says. Now hiring anyone that actually wants to work. And my comment was, and this is what the left has done to us now. Uh, I mean. Yeah. There's no shortage of, uh, of people who can't find people just to show up for work and do their fucking jobs. There's, it's, it's ridiculous. If you talk to people who are hiring right now, they, it's, they can't find anybody who actually wants to do their fucking job. I mean, yep. even at $15 an hour, I had, my boss went for 15 to $20 an hour for the job that I used to do. 
and he couldn't get anybody because unemployment plus the incentives is more than what he was paying. It's ridiculous. I mean, just for a guy to dig a hole and put on a fitting, he was going to pay them 15 to $20 an hour and more if they were a plumber. And he couldn't, last I heard, he didn't get anybody yet. And he knew about this since November of last year for me. Uh, I don't know. I don't so, have very much here on my plate like you because there's not much news out there. That's I mean, Yeah, that's the issue. I, I mean, I was surprised I still had a, my rapid fire for 10 minutes. Actually, I had a, a couple other things I could have covered. But it's just all – it's it's a lot of, like you said, uh, seems like smoke and mirrors to me going on while obviously some of this information that dropped about Carrie – uh, it is pretty uh, important, I think, and not many places are covering it. Yeah, nobody's covering it except for uh, a couple of conservative sites on social media, uh, where uh, I I reposted a meme today that says uh, th- repost if you think he's a traitor, but I know he's a traitor and has been a traitor for fifty years, forty years. Traitor. I mean, yep. and then you got uh, the whole. Uh, Hunter Biden computer thing. Uh, if I I read something today, where when they went for Giuliani's uh, equipment uh, under the search warrant, he pointed out two laptops that said these are duplicates of Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, and they didn't even touch them. They wouldn't even touch them. It was that bad. It's that bad. Well, you know, they don't I'm sure the. See it. I, I get that, but I'm sure the search warrant was very specific about what they were going to get. So I don't know. I mean, he's trying to get uh, he's trying to get evidence admitted that's not part of the case that that is that is what their reason why they're there. So I don't know. Well, their search warrant went all computers and electronic equipment, and that would have been all computers. Uh, so I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, another cover up by that, and then. Uh, all that because uh, they think Giuliani went and acted as a foreign agent with Ukraine for Trump. <laughs> when all yep. when all the evidence we have shows that Giuliani went over there to find evidence for Trump, and that's it. And he found it and he brought it back. Yeah, you know they're going to use it as a false narrative to uh, to try to you know drum some bullshit up and blah blah blah. It's the same old bullshit. It's, yeah. it's just never going to end either. Yeah, I mean it's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, and your call list is just short today, isn't it? Say that again. You, you, how many more callers you got today? Oh, I got one. Up, on. I got one up, up, up waiting. Chris is in the house. Oh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, yeah, come on, guys, call in. We got another 15 minutes. Chris will take about seven. So, yeah, call in. Appreciate you, Glenn. More callers. Thanks for the good Uh, stuff, man. No problem. And my prayers go out to due diligence and all that. Um, and uh, much love and thanks to everybody. Much love, Glenn. Appreciate the call, brother. Take care of yourself, Glenn. I got a I got a question for you, Abe, real quick before we bring Chris in. Um, so if whites can still buy menthol cigarettes and blacks can't, so then the whites buy the blacks, the cigarettes, is that called a black market or a white market then? I'm just curious. (laughs) 
because I mean, that could be what they're going for is to show how racist white people really are. I don't know. Who knows? All you know how they are. All it comes down <laughs> to is is banning cigarettes is racist, just like everything That's else. That's it. That's all they care about. Exactly. I see Chris Hawkins up there, brother. You got to hit the hit the unmute button on your microphone and hop on in, man. It's great to see you. There we are. There we are. Hey, Ben. Camel Joe is racist, man. That's all I know. That's all I know. It's good to see you, Chris. How are you today, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Hey, thanks for bringing me on, dude. It's always good to see from the brothers, man. We love you guys. We love you, man. You bring so much to us. Thank you. Man, appreciate, appreciate that. that. Man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate your support of the show as well. It's uh, We couldn't do it without uh, great people like you, bro. Hey, man. Thanks, man. It's, it's all about giving, man. It's not about receiving. It's about giving. And that's that's what makes us so congruent, you know, that that makes us undefeatable is because we'd rather give than receive. And you have a big heart, man. You you support a lot of us and uh we really have a lot of love for you because of that, man. It's uh you know, it's it's just it's an honor to just sit in front, just try to find what I can find that might you might find interesting. It's getting harder and harder to do nowadays because there's so much crap, dude. You know, what, wasn't it easier? What was it? A year? It's been about a year or whatever, man. Our shows were just flowing like nothing. And now it is. You're right. It's getting a little bit harder, a little bit harder. But, hey, man, when God takes you into waters a little too deep, he's doing that for a reason. And, you know, it's a struggle. It doesn't feel good at the time. But when you get through it, when we get through it, man, can you imagine the army we're going to be? Can you imagine? That's exactly right. You must walk through the dark to see the light. And, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people have shied away from wanting to do news. We're still uh, we're still firing away. We're still trying to, you know, pick through and find the positives out there where we can. Hey, you're not trying. You're doing. Eh? You're doing. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. How you been lately, man? What you been up to? Good, man. You know, you know my story, man. I work way too much. Hey, by the way. I wanted I, I one of the reasons why I called in was to show oh. off my new hat. Oh yeah. That thing is sweet, dude. Yeah. I oh, love it. Yeah. Damn, I'm super jealous. Stickers. I don't even I have one. Stickers. Hey, yeah. do like, do me a, how do you do, how do you not have one? How do you not have one? You're it's, you're, it's, you're one of the brothers, man. I know, I know. Chris, send me <laughs> send me an email. Uh send me an email after the show at Joe at uncensoredabe.com and I'll send you a couple stickers. All right, all right, I'll do that. Hey, special shout out to, of course, always Amy Joe M. God loves you and Texas Girl 71, man. You ladies, hey, it's about our ladies. It's about our ladies. Them two uh, never cease to impress me every single day. Uh, I absolutely love working with them. Part of the Uncensored fam. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Got to stay busy, stay positive, you know, because right now we're going through trying times. And uh, when we get through this, like, you know, hey, like I was saying earlier, when we get through it, we get through it, and it'll be a big-ass party. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be stronger when it comes out, and in the end we'll, we'll be able to make more positive change in a shorter period of time. I see that coming for the future. I just can't wait to get there, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, it's like, you know, we want to get there before we're there. And, you know, it always makes me think about like, you know, when Jesus said, you're, I mean, we're all, we're always happy for the good times. Are you happy for the hard times? Do 
you stick with your brothers and your sisters when it's hard, when it's heavy, when you're not liking each other. And I've heard your stories. You have both of you uh, say, you know, hey, there were times where you didn't get along. And now look at you. Now look at you. And it's only going to get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's part of a lot of this has brought my family back together because we see the threat to uh, to our children's future. It's just uh, doing what we can, um, you know, everything Boom. that we can to fix it, you know. Boom, man. And that's huge. Let, let me talk on that for a minute. Um, our, fa- our founding forefathers, we know who they are. Do we know who our founding families are? The ones who lived and died, walked through snow, had to catch their own rabbits to feed their own family. You know, we don't have to go through anything like that. But what did they fight for? They didn't fight for themselves. They fought for their children and their children's children and their children's children. And that's where we are right now. We, this fight isn't for us. We'll, we'll probably die before we see it. And maybe not. Maybe, maybe we'll get to catch part of it. Uh, maybe more than that. Hope so. But we need to be fighting for our generations to come because america is is the only republic that's ever been established and it was given to us by god and by a lot of dead bodies a lot of dead bodies and you know we need to take that into account when when times get tough and we want to we want to uh I don't know exactly what i'm trying to say right there i know what i'm trying to say but i don't want to offend anybody um, you know, when times get tough, man, that's when you got to stick together. You can't, you can't start bad mouthing. You can't start turning, turning a, a blind eye. Um, you got to lock arms. You have to lock arms and keep each other in prayer. Keep each other lifted up. Yeah, that's an awesome message, man. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's something that we all fail at and can never be good at, but it's something to strive for, for sure. Amen to that. Appreciate you big time, right. Chris. Any last thoughts before I let you go today, brother? Man, that 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 about emptied my my reservoir. Absolutely love it, Chris. Thanks so much for the call. I want my news uncensored. That's it. That's how I want it. I love it. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the support. You have a good one, brother. All right, you too, brother. Take care. And chat. And chat. Chris Hawkins, everybody. That's he's just a great patriot right there, man. Appreciate him calling in. Appreciate you, brother. Take care of yourself. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless you. Good stuff. Always appreciate the calls. Um, that is definitely good stuff. I want to see what the what the fugazi was this. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'll have to. I screwed up the cut and paste. Uh, we still got other callers in here. Let me get these other callers in here real quick, and then we'll see what. Uh, bam. Hey, just real on? quick, Technofog just dropped this. A photo of Jazane Maxwell emerges with a black eye. Her lawyers, Miss Maxwell, is unaware of the bruise, of how she, uh, oh, unaware of the cause of the bruise. <laughs> I bet she is unaware of it. <laughs> she probably smacked her head on the walls saying that she wants to get out of the out of her jail cell. I was thinking she probably punched herself. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Either that or somebody got a hold of her in jail and beat the crap out of her, which would be great because she needs it. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm a proponent to beat anybody up, but that's one lady that needs it. Just saying. Texan, I see you out there, brother. How's it going? 
You got to unmute, brother. There you are. Yeah, man. Uh, well, what are you what are you uh, promoting there? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. After I said that, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Joe Biden said uh, we, we got to stop. Uh, you know the the spousal abuse against women. We got to keep punching at it, punching at it, and punching at it. Something That's some like funny that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, the, the, the menthol thing that we're talking about, uh, that was on, a uh, Frank, Frank was talking about that on quite frankly the other night. And, uh, and he said that it, it was geared towards, uh, the black population because 85% of the black population that smokes, smokes menthols and they have the highest rate of lung cancer. So that was actually what was driving that that legislation did you hear about that that makes sense that makes sense i saw someone in chat too say that there was a very very low uh proportion of people um who are white that smoke menthols yeah there's a people the the ones that smoke menthols they they yeah it's really screwing them up bad and uh you know the black community they they like their their menthol cigarettes so you know i don't know I guess you could say it's racist, but hey, you know, I, I think people got a right to choose what they want to do with their lives. So, yep. but uh, that's what I you want, get when you get I'll, more government control rights. Hey, oil man, thank you for the donation. Appreciate you big time, brother. Yeah, when government gets involved, right? But hey, I wanted to say something. Uh, that show, uh, Q and A holes. Uh, I was listening to them last night, cruising down the road, and uh, I actually had to call into their show. I mean. It, they're good dudes, man. I mean, I, I ain't got nothing against them or anything, but uh, they did something that hell everybody does, and it's kind of getting to the point where it pissed me off. <clears throat> okay, when it comes to talking about Ted Cruz, why is everybody always talking about Ted Cruz? You know, the the guy one of the guys said something like, "I don't know about that Ted Cruz guy if he's a, you know, if he's really legit or you know if he's a good guy or what." Why the fuck isn't anybody talking about the other senator, that piece of shit, John Cornyn? Nobody ever mentions his name. I mean, he's written anti-gun legislation. He, he's a fucking deep state piece of shit. You know, when uh, Texas uh, filed the lawsuit to the Supreme Court against, uh, you know, Pennsylvania and that voter fraud thing, Ted Cruz stepped up and uh, agreed to, uh, to argue the case for us. And when he did, John Cornyn started running his fucking mouth you know, putting Ted Cruz down saying Texas doesn't have a right and shouldn't be involved in this. And, you know, it's like every, everything that, that, that you think Texas is John Cornyn is the opposite of, but nobody ever talks about that piece of shit. They're always talking about Ted Cruz. Oh, well, look at Ted Cruz. You know, he, uh, he left Texas uh, during the ice storm to take his kids to a warmer place. Fuck that. You know what, what the fuck is with that shit? Why don't fucking people expose fucking John Cornyn? You know, Ted, put him in the spotlight. Ted Cruz has been the most, one of the most, if not the most, effective senator for the conservative cause in my lifetime. And and it's the reason why the people target him is because he's effective. Um, and I, I don't, you know, that this this thing where there's one thing that you disagree with and therefore that just sa- that sails them down the Trader River and therefore they're now a rhino forever. I just, I don't... Um, 
I don't know. I don't understand it, man. And it happens a lot. It happens a lot. If, they, if there's one thing that happens that you that people disagree with, and they just say that's it, you're cut off. It's it's uh, you know, it's I don't understand it at all. I really don't. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I ain't got nothing against those guys on Q and A hoes. I've listened to them a couple times. I just happened to catch them last night, and you know they're they're good dudes, like I said. But everybody's doing that. I mean, everybody. I mean, Joe, you even mentioned uh, Ted Cruz earlier. Ted Cruz is mentioned all the fucking time. He's a good dude, man. John Cornyn's a piece of shit. Let's put the spotlight on that guy. Dig into him, man. Yeah. I'm serious. No, you're absolutely Dig into right. Him. Cornyn needs to go, too. You're, that guy's Completely been uh, nothing but a rhino his whole time. Absolutely. Completely agree. Yeah, and I brought Cruz up because I like him, and I thought it was hilarious that he was falling asleep at Biden's freaking address. And then, of course, he get memed. He gets memmed out with Mike Mike Lindell putting a pillow behind his head. I mean, what, what else could you say about the guy? I appreciate that, Texan. And, and you know what? We got to we got that's why Abe and I are very careful and do a lot of research before we go on saying things. That's the most important thing. But what you said is super important. We have to call out the stupid rhinos. That's the key. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a uh, yeah, he's worse than a rhino, man. I'm Holy serious. Shit. And I, 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 just I really realized, wish you guys would. Bro, I just realized we have one minute left. Oh and I wow! Had, I had two more callers. Diddy style. I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm up against the clock. Last thought, Texan. <laughs> uh, yeah, just check him out, man. Put the spotlight on his ass if you would. Go get him, Joe. Got anyway, I got it. I'll see you down the road. On it. Sorry, Dolphin, and sorry, Diddy Style. I really apologize. I wanted to hear from you guys today. Do me a favor. Call in first tomorrow when we open up the phone lines. I want to hear from you guys for sure. Joe, I, I mean, that last 20 minutes, just I thought I had plenty of time for two more callers. It just flew by. It's I don't know what happened. We're up against the clock. Wrap it up for us today, will you, bro? Uh, yeah, just real quick. Uh, Methods just threw this in my, uh, in my uh, server real quick. There was two quick stories I want to discuss. Several employees hospitalized after reported chemical spill spill at Pawtucket facility. And uh, Trump supporter shares what he uncovered after infiltrating anti-fascist group in Sonoma, Colorado. If you guys get a chance, definitely check out those. I really appreciate everybody being here. The calls were absolutely fire. I absolutely love you guys. Stay tuned tomorrow for Alara One Foot in 5D. I am very much looking forward to that. I hope you all have a great night. Yeah, it should be a great discussion for sure. We got uh, for Foxhole Fridays, yeah, One Foot 5D tomorrow, and then Methods kicks off May. Looking forward to that discussion. I miss my brother big time. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for the support, for helping to keep the lights on. Without you, we can't do it. Check out uncensoredave.com in the store for new gear. Like this sweet fucking shirt, bro. Much love. God bless you all. Much love, fam. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.